0: quick thank you to our sponsors for making this podcast possible they keep this show free to listen to i came to parenting with everything i learned in childhood yelling punishing controlling and shaming after trying almost every method i found connective parenting and was totally shocked when empathy listening doing away with rewards and consequences and being a safe place actually worked it moved the behaviors of my children and it felt good, especially with my very strong-willed and highly sensitive oldest daughter. This podcast was born out of the idea of sharing the message and helping parents find more peace in a modern world. Welcome to the Peace and Parenting Podcast. So glad you're here. Welcome back to the Peace and Parenting Podcast. I'm Michelle and I'm glad you're here. We're talking about the idea of connection. What is connection really? And what is it in, in relation to parenting, I think is, is the better question. And connection can be a lot of things, right? It can be reading books with our kids. Connection can be spending time with our kids. Connection can be hanging out and connection can be spending one-on-one time. But I think there's an element of some deeper, more profound ways that connection plays out in parenting. One of those ideas is doing away with shame. When we can do away with shame, that we create connection because we're not eating connection. So meaning that often parenting and traditional parenting has a lot of shame elements in it, you know, um, punishment or correction or um, pointing out wrongdoing, all kinds of ways in which we shame either overtly or kind of covertly and, and we don't maybe necessarily even know it. But I think there's an element of shame that kind of is looming around in the parenting world and that when we can get rid of the shame, we really actually almost immediately infuse connection because the opposite of shame is resilience. And I think kids who live without, you know, parental shame because we already are born with internal shame we already have shame in us we already feel bad when we do things wrong i know when i yell at my kids or when i you know do something I'm, i don't like or with my children i immediately feel so bad i feel so much shame and i know our kids are the same way that they feel bad and and have internal shame when they've done something wrong but when we add extra parental shame meaning we correct or we punish or we chastise, or we belittle, or all the things or we threaten, or we bribe, or all those things, we create an extra layer of shame for our children. So when we can take that piece out, we really create more connection because now we're just the guide, right? We're not the judge and jury. We're not trying to pick out the victim and the villain. We're not really coming to parenting with this idea of teaching and Correcting and revising. And if we can take that piece out and be the guide and be the coach without shame. The other part of shame, too, is like not judging our child's behavior. So, not saying, like, well, this was the wrong thing to do and it was bad, as opposed to just saying, well, that was a mistake. We had a hard time. We were dysregulated and that's okay. So, when we accept mistakes, then we also get the shame out of them because they don't sting as badly. Sure, our child is still going to have internal shame, right? They're still going to feel bad about the things that they do. However, we're not adding on an extra layer of shame. And that extra layer of shame can really eat away at the connection piece. So if we're accepting mistakes without punishing them or correcting them, we are also really infusing more connection because we're not using shame. And when a child can come to us with a mistake, it really helps them feel seen and heard and understood. And so I think that's another piece of connection is like, does your child feel seen and heard and understood, especially in their really hard moments? So in those moments where they are making those mistakes, do they feel like you are understanding them? You are their soft place to land. That is deep connection. That's an emotional. Feeling, not just, you know, I'm going on a bike ride with my kid. Well, not just. That's an amazing thing to do, too. Go on a bike ride with your kid. You should go on a bike ride with your kid. That's incredible. But I think more on the emotional side of things is like, where can I have this like deep understanding of my child and their behavior? So when we can understand their behavior and their mistakes and their missteps as just being part of life and that they don't need to be shame, that we're building in connection. With Mother's Day around the corner, are you thinking about a truly special gift for your mom? Let me tell you about mylifeinabook.com. It's a unique service that turns your mom's life stories into a beautiful book. Pretty cool, right? Here's how it works. Every week, mylifeinabook.com will send her questions via email. These can be pre-written questions about her life or any custom questions you wish to ask. And then she can either type her responses or use their voice to text feature. And mylifeinabook.com compiles all of her responses into a beautiful keepsake book. And guess what? They can even create an audiobook using her voice recordings. It's like preserving her voice and her stories for eternity. This book becomes a legacy, something your future generations can treasure forever. Your mom's given you a lifetime of stories. This is your chance to give her a way to share them. I used mylifeinabook.com to compile my own stories to give to my daughters for Mother's Day. Check out mylifeinabook.com and use code PEACE at checkout for 10% off. Create an unforgettable gift for your mom this Mother's Day. That's mylifeinabook.com. Use code PEACE for 10% off today. This episode is sponsored by By ByHeart. BiHeart features a patent protein blend that gets closest to breast milk. Their formula includes the most abundant protein, alpha found in breast milk, as well as lactoferrin, the number one protein found in colostrum. BiHeart is an easy-to-digest formula, which includes prebiotics and an 80-20 whey-to-casein ratio like in early breast milk, making it great for a newborn's digestive system. Byheart is the only US-made infant formula made with certified clean ingredients, including organic, grass-fed, whole milk, not skim. What it doesn't have is soy, corn syrup, GMOs, or palm oil. Curious about ByHeart? Redeem your welcome offer at Byheart.com forward slash podcast. Use code PEACE for a limited time. Additional terms and conditions apply. Now, another piece that I think is important in connective parenting is this idea of empathy, like really staying away from fixing things or trying to keep our child from making mistakes is allowing them to make the mistakes, right? And allowing them to fall down, but then coming to them when that happens with empathy and understanding. So it isn't just, oh, I'm just gonna, you know, I'm hands off, oh, they're just gonna do whatever they're gonna do. Oh, they they fell off their bike. Well, they better get back up. Or is it, oh, you fell off your bike. That was tough. Uh, can you be there with empathy? Oh, you didn't do well on your science project. That's hard, honey. What happened? You want to talk about it. Can you come with empathy without saying, well, we should have studied more. You did it the night before. Well, that wasn't really the, the right thing to do. Instead of either criticizing or instead of saying, let me talk to the teacher. Let me see if we can get more points because I think your project was really good. Let me talk to the teacher so we can get more points. So we kind of go some of these different areas, right? We want to like helicopter and make sure that they're going to get all their points or we want to tell them, well, you should have done X, Y, and Z. Neither of which are empathic. So when our kid has a hard time in in these kind of more simpler moments, can we come with empathy? And then when they're having a hard time in the big emotional moments, can we come with empathy? Can we come with empathy a lot of the time? So sure, connective parenting is special time. It's one-on-one, it's connecting, it's reading books, it's going to the park, it's taking your kids on vacation, it's all the things. But what about this deep emotional side of connective parenting where it's shame-free, where it's full of empathy and where we're, instead of using correction, this is another piece, instead of using correction in like the very basic sense of it, like don't do this, do that, you, you, you you can't do that. Can we come with play? Can we come with this connective idea of play as opposed to just correcting our child? And does the correction also create some sort of shame? But instead, can we use play to infuse connection in those really hard moments as a way to help our child feel better, as a way to get them back online so that they are using their thinking brain? So I like to look at connection as something a bit deeper than just being with our kids. I used to tell people that I was the most disconnected stay-at-home mom that ever existed. So I stayed home with my kids for quite a while from until we was like 12. And so she and I were so disconnected. I did not understand her and I was with her all the time. I never left her. I drove them to school. I cooked every meal. I played with them after school. I made sure they went to every activity. I mean, I was there all the time but we were not connected in this deeper more meaningful way we just really weren't i didn't understand her i didn't hear her feelings i didn't i overcorrected her for sure i shamed her constantly and so our connection was very tenuous because of all of that stuff and what i didn't realize is that it isn't about the amount of time you spend with your child to form connection and you know i'm a working mom I work really hard and I um, feel very connected to my kids because I don't think it's the amount of time that I spend with them, but it's the way in which I show up for them. Do I show up with compassion when they're having the hard time? Do I stay away from the shame? Do I really lean into play where I need to? And do I leave correction off the table because it's not something that I think is effective? So I don't need to spend six hours a day with my kids to feel connected. In fact, I feel like if I sit through a tantrum or big feelings or big emotions with my child for just 10 or 15 minutes, that that is one of the most connective things I can do for them. And it creates a deep bond between us. And if that happens a couple times a week, I feel like that's more connective than me at the stay-at-home mom who was just carting everyone around and not listening to any feelings and not doing anything connective. I feel like this is feels much more deep and profound to me and our bond is better. So you don't have to spend all day with your children. You don't even have to spend some days with your children. If you are spending some of the time with your children and that time feels connective, meaning you're leaning into empathy, you're listening to feelings, you know, you're finding the ways in, in which you can be empathic. You are not shaming. You are taking the sting out of parenting with this like correction and belittlement and all of that. You really are forming a deep, bonded, loving relationship. And I think that's what we're looking for, right? We're looking for a deep, bonded, loving relationship with the people that we we adore the most. But it doesn't mean we have to spend every waking moment with them, you know, brushing their teeth and making sure they do their homework and, you know, hovering over them. And that too is not connective. You know, it, it becomes very stifling for kids. And many of us born in the 70s and 80s, our um, parents really, underparented in like a really deep way, not like a a way to to protect yourself from overparenting, but they really were, you know, many both parents worked and a lot of divorce and many of us were left key kids and you know, a lot of us didn't have a lot of guidance, and so I think we've kind of taken the opposite route, where we're like, we have to have our kids in every activity, and we have to make sure we're there all the time, and they're having the showers, and you know, making the perfect meals, and like we've really overparented because we were underparented, and now that is the way in which we view maybe connection. Sometimes is that we're always there, and we're always taking care of everything, and so that feels like it's connection because it's what we didn't get. And so we feel like, oh, maybe that's what connection is. That's what I wanted. I wanted my mom to, I always said all the time, like, I wish my mom would have been like the PTA mom or would have been around. My mom was not around. She did, was in her own world during her own thing and she was not around in those ways. And I always wanted that. So I thought, I'll just, I, I helicopter parented. I just overparented completely at the beginning. Just, and in my mind, I guess I thought that was connection. And I thought that uh, that was being a good mom. And I'm not sure that it it isn't. Those things are amazing. We should do those things if we want to. But also, can we be there for our children emotionally? Can we support their inner workings? Can we cement ourselves as the safe place? Can we take the shame out? And can we take the belittlement out and the threats out and all of those things and be the guide for our child? I think that is connection. And if we can achieve those things, then we've really achieved this idea of a deep, meaningful, rich relationship with our child. Also, go on the bike ride, go to the park, be the PTA mom, you know, take the snacks to school, do all those things. They feel good and they are connection. But also let's try to have that deeper, more meaningful, profound connection piece with our child so that they wanna come to us when they're older, they seek us out. And that they're not running from us because it doesn't feel good. We want our relationship to feel good with them. And we do that through Connective Parenting. If you want to figure out more about really the tenets of Connective Parenting, I always say the first 10 episodes of the podcast are a great place to start. And if you get those flowing in your house, you'll Feel like it just feels different. That's what I felt when I first started this. Is that I felt so different to Asmi. I felt bonded. I felt endeared to her. I saw her more as a person than just a task, and it made parenting worth it. So, I hope that was helpful. Thank you for joining me on the Peace and Parenting Podcast, and I'll see you all next time.
1: Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant.